and welcome to In Conversation With, a podcast from the Lancet Oncology. It's January 2023, and I'm Ali Landman, the Deputy Editor. This month, I'm speaking with Dr. Samir Bakshi, Professor of Pediatric Oncology at the All India Institute of Medical Sciences in New Delhi, whose new research is published in our issue this month. So I'm joined by Dr. Samir Bakshi to discuss his paper on sex disparities in cancer diagnosis in India. Thank you for joining me. Hello. Hi, Ali. So let me start just by asking, what was the backdrop for your study and why did you undertake it? So I've been a faculty in India now for almost two decades. And uh, over the last two decades, no matter what data we have analyzed, unless it's a female-centric cancer, other than that, no matter what data we analyze, I have found that there are more males than females in our cohort. And specifically in children, uh, we have observed this as well. And we were curious to find out, is this a problem related to biology? Is it different from the rest of the world? Is it a problem starting at diagnosis that people are not being picked up? or that they are being picked up, they are being diagnosed, and they are not being brought. So where the problem rests. So this actually pushed us to do this study. That's, that's very interesting. Thank you. So could you briefly describe your study and your results? Okay. So we looked at the study from two different aspects. Number one, to get an answer as to what proportion of patients are males or females at the time of diagnosis. So we went to the population-based cancer registries and we chose two cancer registries, two urban cancer registries, one in Delhi, which is the capital of India, and one down south, the Madras Metropolitan Cancer Registry, which is a big metropolitan city in the southern part of India. So in, and then once we found the males to female ratio in these uh, registry, the males were more than the females. But then we wanted to normalize that to the underlying population. The last population census in India that we have is from 2011. So we went back to... Uh, the number of male and female cancer cases, we equalized or normalized it to the number of males and females under 19 years of age in the population census so that we actually know the incidence rate ratios. So that's what we did for these two population-based cancer registries. In both these cancer registries, we observed that more males are being diagnosed with cancer than females in all age groups up to 19 years of age. Our target age cohort was 0 to 19 years. So no matter what age cohort we take, 0 to 4, 5 to 10, 10 to 15, or 15 to 19, in all age cohorts, more males were being diagnosed even after normalizing it for the population. So that was the first part of the study. We got an answer from that. The second part of the study was 
what is the data in hospital-based cancer registries? So in hospital-based cancer registries, we are unable to address population because patients in any hospital come from various parts of the country. So if I took, if I take the institute where I work, it will cater to a large part of Northern India. And the people come from various states. So it is just not possible to capture the incidence rate ratios from a hospital-based cancer registry data. Nevertheless, we observed that in the hospital-based cancer registries, the male-to-female ratio was skewed in favor of males in both North and South. The third part of the study was, we just then took patients from Delhi. When we, uh, the Delhi hospitals, we just took patients from with a Delhi address and we saw in the same time period what proportion of patients, if the ratios were any different from what was being diagnosed. We observed that amongst those being diagnosed, the ratios were no different in the ones that came to our hospital. That was for Delhi Cancer Registry. The same was observed for Madras as well. So while the male and female ratios are skewed at diagnosis, if we just take the metro cities and we see what proportion of patients are coming from those cities to these hospitals, the ratio is not skewed anymore. The hospital registry data is skewed, but it is not skewed more than what it is at diagnosis from the population-based cancer registries. That is what we found. Further, the hospital is now seeing not just Delhi patients or Chennai or Chennai or Madras patients. So when we look at the Delhi hospital cancer registries, we sorted out this matter for the Delhi population. But the, our hospital sees patients from across states. So then we wanted to find out what is the factors that determine if there are more males or females, if there are any socio-demographic factors. We observed the following. Number one, from the rural background, we had more males, significantly more males than females. Second, if the distance was more than 100 kilometers, more males were there from that cohort. And why did we take 100 kilometers as a cutoff? We assumed that those who are coming from a distance more than 100 kilometers will require an added stay in Delhi. Since the distance is relatively far, it would not it would require an additional stay, which means an added on cost. And we came to a conclusion that perhaps those from rural background, those who live far away, more than 100 kilometers, more boys are coming than girls. This was observed across all hospitals that we took in our, in our uh, study. Now, in the three hospitals that we chose, there were two from North India, one from Southern India. 
the northern india hospital one provides kind of free of care cost which is totally subsidized by the government the one in the southern part of india also provides subsidized care which is funded or supported by a trust there is a third hospital in north india which is a private hospital and the cost a lot of out of pocket cost is borne by the patients and their families themselves so where cost is more again we observed that boys are more than girls so we gathered that cost is certainly a factor that is determining what if girls are being brought in a significant proportion or not private hospitals more boys further away the distance more boys rural background more boys but that could also be related to the education status although i accept that we did not study education as a factor in our cohort last point that we observed interesting was that northern india the sex ratio was more skewed than what was observed in the southern part of india so these were our key findings so could you tell me were you surprised by your findings and was the male to female ratio larger or smaller than you expected well the i don't think the findings were very surprising because we were consistently observing that more males are coming and we kind of documented with certainty that yes that is the cause but it was kind of um, one thing that we gained from the study was that specifically is that if economics can be taken care of then you are able to cut down the skewness in a much better way that is something that we didn't expect to find but we found that if economics is taken care of if the cost is taken care of the ratio can be improved i'll give you an example <clears throat> the hospital where i work which is actually the major contributor in terms of the number of cases for the study the all india institute of medical sciences the male to female ratio when you compare it with the population based cancer registry for the delhi patients actually goes in favor of females in hospital which means that if treatment is free you are able to capture a lot of girls when cost is a factor for a family then they are hesitant to bring females that's one thing that we gathered sort of a fascinating um, yes sub finding from the study so could you comment a little bit on the differences in the findings between north india and south india um for example are there substantial differences in the underlying population the geography and the cultures in these regions that could explain some of the differences so i will not say it is linked to geography it could be linked partly to the patriarchal society i think we gathered we learned a lot about patriarchal and matrilineal societies and mm. we believe that where there is a predominant patriarchal society the ratio gets skewed 
more in favor of males. And uh, to some extent, that can be one reason to explain this difference between the northern and southern part of India. Interestingly, while this was not part of the study, when I look at the patriarchal index, it is the lowest in the northeastern part of India. That is actually uh, more a matrilineal society. In that part, if I look at the cancer registries, there are more girls than boys. So the mindset of patriarchal or matriarchal matter if I remove economics as a factor. So the societal thinking matters. So that was something that we learned when we were doing a review and we were writing the discussion to find out the reasons. That was something interesting that we find. But I think it is not as simple as just society. Within the society, if you add economics, then you can counter the societal biases as well. So basically, if I have to find a solution for this, if I have to suggest a solution from whatever we can, and solutions are never easy. It's never as easy as we think. And they may take a lot of time. You attack both at the societal level to reform it and both from the economic front to cut down costs. And if you hit from both angles, I think the gap will get reduced. So could you also tell me a little bit about the differences that you observed in the um, sex disparity of diagnosis of solid tumors versus hematological tumors? So yes, Ali, that was something very interesting that we observed that uh, far more males are being diagnosed in hematological cancers and than in solid tumors. And that gap was even more when we specifically took the cohort of lymphomas. And a large proportion of the lymphomas is Hodgkin's lymphoma, which is relatively indolent in its presentation. So it is quite possible that not so sick children, not so sick girls with Hodgkin's lymphoma are maybe not being brought for being diagnosed. And that enhances the gap or the skewness in favor of males. That could be one factor. But I think in lymphomas, this is not the only factor. There is also a biological factor because the gap goes beyond what can be explained by just uh, not being brought. And this gap is observed not just in India, in many other countries. So in some of the situations in the presentations, it could be as much as seven males and three females. So... It is not explainable with just that uh, females are not being brought. Partly, yes, but partly it is also related to biological factors which were not in the purview of the study. If I look at other cancers, it is as skewed as what we observed overall. So I think that answers the question. Can you discuss a little bit about whether you think the findings are relevant in other countries in Asia or even globally? So, if you 
that there's some very interesting work on where patriarchal societies are more. And some of the very high-income countries, like Japan, have a very strong patriarchal societies. Uh, a lot of Southeast Asian countries also have a lot of uh, patriarchal societies, China. Same for a lot of Southeast Asian countries as well. I probably think that if I were to say that, yes, does it apply to Asian countries? The answer is yes. Does it apply globally? To some extent, yes, because if patriarchal or gender bias or sex bias was not an issue, we would not be talking about sex bias at workplace, how many oncologists are males, how many are females, how many females are presidents, how many females are prime ministers. We wouldn't be talking about the issues. So there is a kind of uh, patriarchal or a male gender bias across the globe, and it would vary from place to place. So that's my feeling that, yes, it is there, but the degree varies from place to place. It appears a little bit more in the Southeast Asian and some other Asian countries, if we look at the index-wise. Of course. And so, of course, then feeding into whether this would have an effect on, for example, cancer diagnoses in children exactly. would also yes. vary. So finally, what do you think is sort of the, the most important thing India could do to resolve this issue, which obviously is affecting um, children, you know, um, young girls um, aren't going to be able to live their their full lives if they're not being diagnosed and treated at the same level as as their as their male counterparts. So before I answer this question, I'll give you a thought process. So Japan has a patriarchal society, but the gap between male and female is not there when you look at cancer diagnosis. And I think economics comes into play. That's where economics comes into play. If cost is not a factor, if a family is distressed with an illness and cost is not a factor, then that kind of takes care away of some of the biases. But if cost is a factor, then that is an added bias. Now, coming back to the question that you said, what is India doing? So last, uh, I would say 10 to 15 years, if I look at it, or maybe even before, but certainly in last 10 to 15 years, there has been a lot of push for female protection from the societal perspective. So there's a lot of schemes from the government, like... Uh, save the girl, educate the girl. So there's a lot of push on these schemes with a lot of government funding. So gradually it is probably increasing. But the societal change takes a lot more time to show its impact. It just doesn't happen because you start a program, you initiate it, execute it, the effect comes probably 10, 15 years later. It is a very gradual shift. In fact, I forgot to tell you one more important part of our finding in the study. We, While we did not observe a change in male to female, 
in uh, Chennai or in, in Madras, but we did observe that in the population-based cancer registry of Delhi, where the gap was actually more, there is a gradual improvement in favor of females over last 15 years. So that is a kind of a promising sign that the change at the society level is happening. Now, coming to economics, the government of India has actually started one of the world's largest public health insurance schemes. And to see its impact, probably we might have to wait another 15 years and uh, we might see an impact in that. So the government is doing, so I have no doubt in saying that the government is not doing, yes, the government is doing things at both level, at the societal level and at the economic level. Can it do more? Yes, certainly there's always hope to do more. It can probably go up or be more aggressive than what it is right now at the societal level. And perhaps at the economic level, maybe they can add on the concept of free health care for a girl child. Free health care for a girl child for cancer. It's easier said because for a country, large country like India, a lot of economic factors have to be considered when such schemes are introduced. But yes, it is a desire that if there is free cancer care for a girl child, I believe that part of this gap would get rectified. Well, thank you very much for speaking, speaking with me today. Dr. Samir Bakshi, uh, thank you very much. Thank you so much, Ali. You can read Dr. Bakshi's article online now at thelancet.com. Thank you to Dr. Bakshi and thank you for listening. You can subscribe to In Conversation with The Lancet Oncology wherever you usually get your podcasts.